What's up, y'all? It's your boy Alex. It's your boy Big Ive. And uh, today, man, it's uh, Father's Day. Father's Day, man. What is it? Sunday, June 21st. Yeah, yeah. June 21st, 2020. Did Crazy year, man. Hell yeah. 2020 <laughs> hell of a year. Crazy year, man. So sitting here on Father's Day. It's so a beautiful the, day. So the only thing we, we, we both could do is send our father's text due to the complications of uh, COVID-19. Yeah, man. Let's say, how that yeah. got you feeling right now? Well, my father's not a big phone person anyway. Okay. So <laughs> I would love to be there in person. I haven't been home in months, bro. I think the last time I was home was uh, January. Really? You know, so I haven't seen my family since January. Okay. So about six months, five, six months. It's It's been rough, but it's all right. How about you? Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, I haven't seen my dad since uh, February. Really? Yeah. So. And he's close. He's close. Yeah. He's not taking no chances. He has my grandmother at the house now, and uh, he's like, yeah. no, he can't take no chances. I didn't even know that, man. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. You so, got to be careful. So now it's like, uh, you know, we just, we grabbing life by the horns, though. Yeah. Yeah, business is booming for you. Hey, well, I, we ain't going to say booming <laughs> for uh, <laughs> uh, But like, I mean, business is good, man. How about business for you? Business is great, man. Yeah. Esports is booming right now. Yeah. Uh, during the day, you know, I have a day job as well. Yeah. That company's booming as well. So uh, I'm happy, man. Yeah. I hope it was a, as disastrous as, as it is. Yeah. Kind of a blessing in disguise. Yeah. You know, my nah. focus, real focus, man. Seriously. Real so uh, I, I know, I know, you know, you came in today and you were like, yo, man, we need to talk about fathers. And I was like, you know what? I can feel that. Yeah. It's the perfect move for today. Yeah. And so uh, let's let's just jump into it, man. Let's talk to the you people. Always right. it. <laughs> you always said it all right. You always said it all right. I mean, what, what better day than Father's Day, right? Yeah, and um, let's just jump in. Yeah. You know, we, we spent some time, you know, today talking about, you know, fathers briefly. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a couple of questions we wanted to ask each other. Kind of went into some answers as well. But let's continue it. Let's, let's bring it live from the kitchen. Live from the kitchen, <laughs> y'all. Live, live from the kitchen. And let's get it going, man. I think it'll be edifying for some people. So, all right. What was it like uh, growing up with your father? Oh, we starting like that? Yeah, man, we just got to jump into it, man. That was my therapist's first question when I went to therapy. He was like, really? tell me about the relationship with your dad. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, I just got here. Um, wow, so what was the relationship with my father growing up? I grew up in a two-family household. Okay. Um, black love. Mm-hmm. So it was my father, my mother, my brother, my sister, myself. My father... Man of very few words. Yeah. So if you think about like an old school dad, he pays the bills, <laughs> he goes to work, it's food on the table, he loves you. Yeah. That that's the relationship. Right. You know, he's a provider, he's a protector, mm-hmm. he's the man of the house. Right? right. So that that's that was the extent of the relationship, bro, to be honest with you. I know most people expect some long, drawn out Cosby story, but my father was the type of guy, his actions is louder than his words. Right. And if you have to get to his words, mm-hmm. You, you really messed up, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that was kind of the relationship, man, yeah. of, of my me and my father growing up. Okay, so what is the relationship now, like? Ooh, um, it's unspoken love, which is pretty much the case in in uh, many 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 black households. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I speak to my dad occasionally. Mostly, my mom calls me every other day. Yeah, you know, my dad maybe two weeks ago by. 
And I'm like, I need to call this man. I haven't spoke to my father. And I pick up the phone. Hey, Dad, how's it going? And he's like, hey, son, what's up? Uh, and I'm like, I miss you. I miss you too, son. You know how it is. Yeah. All right, here's your mother, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like that with fathers sometimes, man. They, uh, I feel like well, we as men sometimes, we're, we're programmed to be very, uh, I want to say, like, keep things short. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. like that that yeah. emotional side of us, you know, with our own kids. And even then, it's like that with other people as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. know it's the same thing with my father. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he, he, he prefers listening, mm-hmm. you know, than talking. Why do you think that is? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I think it's because the, the way that they were probably raised, right? You mm-hmm. know, probably back in the day, a lot of uh, gentlemen, you know, didn't talk a lot. You That's know, true. versus now... I think we're we're prompted to talk, mm-hmm. you know, social media. That's what yeah. that is. You yeah, know, literally, you're fo- you're forced to engage with people. What about you? Oh man, you know, I don't even know. I mean, when I talk to my dad about his relationship with his father, right? I'm like, what was that like? You know, it, it's crazy because he's a splitting image of what he told me his dad was like. Yeah. You know, man of very few words, hardworking man. Yeah. When he's not at work, he just kind of want to relax. He pays the bills, you know, very short. It's like, you're just like your dad. Yeah. You know, so when I try to dig in a little bit deeper, I'm like, well, what was the relationship you wanted with your dad? Mm-hmm. And how that, it's the same one that I long for with him. Yeah. You know, so it's like the circle is kind of <laughs> repeating itself. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, so in that case, you would say that you're a lot like your father, huh? Are you going deep today? Hold on, man. Like, I I am a lot like my father. I believe yeah. that every every man has uh, a feminine and a masculine. You know, keep dropping this here. Feminine and masculine aspect to him. You know, you're as much as your mother as you are your father. Yeah. Right. So when I think about me being like my dad or the parts I take from my father, ooh, yeah. You know, his temperament, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. His decisiveness, for sure. Yeah. His ability to articulate, for sure. Right. And a lot of things that I don't take on, which are, which are good, yeah. you know, but for the most part, kind of mannerisms, everything. Got you. So, can you tell the difference in your, the way you carry yourself, your success, can you tell that your father affected, your father being in your life, let me say this. Your father being in your life, can you tell that that has had an impact on you versus your friends without their fathers in mm. their lives? Sensitive. Sensitive. Um, you know, I have to take a stand and say yes. Okay. How? You know, like on the last episode, we were talking and, you know, I gave you a an example of what the neighborhood looked like, yeah, right? Right. About 14 guys, all of us, same neighborhood. Yeah. And as far as I walk. can remember... Newark? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's <laughs> Newark, man. It's Newark. You gotta say Newark, man. You get Newark. robbed calling it Newark. <laughs> um, I, I think, yo, I, I honestly remember being the only one with the dad. Like, my father would come down the street and, oh, here comes Mr. Johnson. Everyone yeah. knew him right. as, like, my father, but he was kind of, like, the only dad that was around. Yeah. You know, so I look at my colleagues growing up and I see how they, you know, they they, they weren't shielded 
from certain misfortunes. Yeah. You know, whether it was financially, whether it was falling victim to opportunities, you know, not for lack of better words, like yeah. they didn't have anyone to guide them. Gotcha. You know, and when you're 13, 14 years old, you may think you're grown, especially as a man, yeah. but you really need an older man to really kind of hold your hand and say, don't do that. I'm going to beat your ass, right? right. <laughs> you know, you need that, right? Yeah. So having my father definitely, you know, people would say I was afraid of my dad. Uh-huh. Girls I would date, you scared of your dad. I'm not scared of my dad. Yeah. It, it was a level of respect yeah. because those same women didn't have fathers around either. So right. it's very hard to explain. It's not fear. Right. It's respect. Right. Like, I respect my father. So it gave me a sense of direction, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So when you say respect, uh, the only thing I could think of was uh, a Bronx tale. Would you rather be love or fear? Be a little bit of both, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> well, what about you, man? I, I know, you know, being in, in in an environment, you know, in Detroit, right? Yeah, Detroit, Michigan. What was your your neighborhood like, and like, were you like, what was the the breakdown of like fathers to around to not around? Like, what did that look like? So same thing, uh, you know. As you know, I, I met my dad really late in my life. Uh, I, I knew I knew about him, and you know we shook hands, you know, around around when I was five. Uh, but literally, I was the guy with like a stepfather. Mm. So you know, all of my friends they would be like, "Oh, this is your stepdad? Yeah, yeah, it's my stepdad." Mm-hmm. My stepdad he came in to play, and I, w- I was one of the only few guys with a stepfather in their life. Mm. You know, uh, you know, in the hood, a lot of times people date but don't get married. Oh, you know, yeah. And Talk so, about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so literally, that was the case in Detroit. And I, I felt like uh, my stepfather, he, he played a great role in my life. And, mm. you know, the times that I did talk to my dad, he played a great role in my life. And it shifted, you know, the way I carried myself. Uh, mm-hmm. My mother was a father figure, too, in the way. Yeah, you did tell me that. Well, I mean, do you mind if we just continue down this path? Like, yeah, we can yeah. just talk about that, you know? Like, what was it like growing up with a stepfather? I mean... Oh, man, I had, well, I had two, man. My, my mother was married twice. Uh, okay. The first one, his name was, uh, we ain't gonna say his name. I'm tripping. Uh, <laughs> no, Shout out no, to no, stepdad no, number one. Yeah, stepdad number one. Love you, yeah. man. Love but uh, it's, <laughs> that's my little sister's father, and uh, he was a great guy, man. Okay. But I remember that longing for a father in my life mm. the moment that they got divorced. Wow. And How old were you? Oh man, I think I was, I was eight, mm. eight years old, you know, and I processed that shit all wrong, man. Like mm. literally, uh, kind of grew like a bitterness towards him, and I, I knew where my dad was at. My dad was down in Texas, but I'm in yeah. Detroit, so I can't okay. get access to my dad. Mm-hmm. Whatever relationship he and my mother had, that was funny. And then uh, my mom meets, you know, my current stepdad. And that that dude was he was solid as a rock. You know, they mm. still married to this day. I wanna say I wanna say about seventeen years in. Oh right? wow. Yeah. So they been here for a while. Yeah, since two thousand three. So you good at math. That's the first That's the first time he got a math question right, guys. I learned from it. Well, let, let, let's let's dig down that. So okay. at eight you you lose a stepdad. And you processed it wrong. Was it like abandonment? I, that's how like, I processed it. But you know, when we talked about this off camera, sometimes it's like 
the way you process things in the moment, mm-hmm. you kind of like look back later and go, well, it makes sense. I, I mean, I wasn't his kid. Yeah. You know, some guys would have stepped up and said, mm-hmm. no matter what, you still mine. But he was kind of like, look, man, I got too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. He made that clear down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, as I got older, I went, it makes sense. You know, you got you having a hard time feeding two mouths when we visit you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that's eat McDonald's, yeah. you know, dollar menu. And I'm like processing it like, well, he, he could take care of us mm-hmm. at that time. But then I'm going, oh, he was trying to save money. Yeah. You know, that's so, a role. So stepdad two came. Stepdad two came. So then were you rebellious because you was like I don't want to feel this hurt again and you kind of was just on a tear <laughs> when I, happened. I think it was <laughs> like I'm gonna see if you really you know like sometimes <laughs> toxic relationships like I'm gonna see if you can how much damage you can take before I love you like were you going kind of down that road with your stepdad no, or like I mean, this is feeling like therapy bro <laughs> <laughs> no uh, yeah yeah I mean yeah there was definitely I, and I felt like even then like in the hood too you, you know how it is sometimes I think uh we basically we, we try to avoid attachment to some degree even mm-hmm. though we do get attached in our own way mm-hmm. I was definitely rebellious towards mm-hmm. them you know I would do my mom would tell you that first year of marriage for them I was cutting up bro I was <laughs> still cutting up, cutting up. <laughs> I'm still cutting up but then oh yeah. lord have mercy wow. I wouldn't want to own dose of my own medicine at that point because I would mm-hmm. call it poison oh wow so <laughs> how how difficult so let's switch let's switch gears here how yeah. difficult do you think it was for him to come in with your mindset you know going through you know stepdad one you know biological dad zero you know and now stepdad two coming in like how do you think that he digested everything man you know that's a good question because a part of me looking back now goes he definitely looked at the positive side Mm -hmm. you know aka there was this woman he's in love with so That's the only way I could look at wow. it. If I love her, I could love her kids too. Mm-hmm. So, like, let me ask you this: Do you think you could be a stepfather? <sighs> to say no would be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, do I think I could be a stepfather? Of course, I can be a stepfather. Mm-hmm. Do I want to be a stepfather? Um, you know, I think that the if I look at the the, the hard work and the sweat equity I put into my life. Yeah. You know, I'm the type of person that as dangerous as this can be, yeah. You know, I try to I, I try hard to create my life. Right. You know, I believe and you can create the life you want. Mm-hmm. And the life I'm going after in regards to compensation, health, wealth, you know, from a spiritual level. Yeah. Like I try to create it and do the day that day in and day out activities to make sure that over time mm-hmm. I get to where I want to be. Yeah. And because I've put in that hard work, I would prefer, you know, not to be, you know, but can you control who you love? You know, if you fall in love and that's what happens, then that's what happens, you know, but ideally, you know, I would like to experience, you know, that new life and and that that, that life and that that journey for a first time, Right. you know, if I had a preference, you know, for a first time, so I want to be clear about that. (laughs) I agree with you 100%. Uh, I feel like, you know, the older we get, uh, we both don't have kids as of yet, so... Uh, yeah, not <laughs> it's, not yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not even wood. Yeah, it's not even wood. No, it's not even wood. Give me a couple of those. <laughs> but like, yeah. if you had to say, how would you describe the role of a father? Oof. What should Oof. a father Oof. be, Oof. both 
father and stepfather, mm-hmm. what are their roles? Stepfather's going to be hard because I've never had one, so I'll let you take that one. <laughs> but do you, do you think it's limitations? Yeah. I mean, limitations in the sense of like, well, let's, let's focus on the, the what I think, what I, what I believe I know first, okay, right? Okay. Because I, I'm going to go to uncharted <laughs> territories there. Yeah. What I believe I know is that the role of a father, whether it's a stepfather or a biological father, right, is to mold the, the, the mind of the son, yeah. right? In a way where he believes in himself. He has a different perspective, one that's not as conforming to the world, you know, that would give him an opportunity to be successful, self-sufficient, a provider, you know, a protector, right? right? Be an example, you know, and not just by saying it, but by doing it. Because kids get to a certain age where they're able to say, like, dad's a liar, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad's a liar, dad. Like, right? Yeah. So it's important for you, and it's hard because it's a decision every day. So the role of a father is to be an example, yeah. you know, but also, you know, kind of, they're only human. Yeah. And I think that's that disconnect as a kid that you don't realize your father's a human being. Yeah. You know, as he's trying to be an example. And when you find out that when Superman put his glasses on, he Clark Kent, you'd be like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. You get upset. So, you know, the role of a father is to really be that guiding light, like to be like, son, this is how you do things and cut down the time it takes, took him to be successful. Yeah. You know, you, you don't look at your son and say, I'm going to make you Big eye of 2.0. Yeah. Right? Because then that's a journey that, that you're bound to fail. Your son is your own person, right? Right. You know, I'm my own man. And my father tried to make me him. I would hate him right now. Right? Yeah. He let me be me. Yeah. You know, but you definitely want to give your son the support to be himself and have that journey. You got to let him get burned a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can't protect him from every fire. Right. You know, but stepdad, you have that, that same responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, but... The limitations. The limitations, right? right. Depend on the dynamic, what, what the mother says, you know, don't put your hands on my son. Like, yeah. you, can, you know, it's don't a lot of limitations that. that has to be defined by that specific relationship. So right. in regards to the, the, the value you bring, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the, the mother gives you that area to run mm-hmm. and the son is as receptive and you showing up every day, you can do the exact same thing that the, the, the biological father could do or even better, you yeah. know, so it all depends on who you are. Right. Nah, that's real. So would you say... Back then, your views of a father has changed from your views today of a father. Well, yeah. Because sometimes, like, I know for me personally, I still hold on to some of my childlike thoughts. Mm. And, uh, you know, I was, I was just curious, you know. And You know uh, I want to ask you what you're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I want to. But tell me more about that, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have them, though, right? It's all in, it's all in different areas, you know, because for me personally, even though, let's just say as a kid, that mm-hmm. longing for a dad, even then, you know, I'm pretty sure every time you saw your dad, you would smile. Yeah. Today you see your dad, you would smile. Yeah. Why is that? Because my dad. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's the way that it always been. Yeah. You know. I mean, when I think about like the role of a dad uh-huh. or father, you know, I don't even understand the difference. Maybe some people can tell me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, dad and father are interchangeable for me. Then versus now, 
I think the only thing that has changed is I can actually start to feel like I'm at the age in which my father made mistakes or made decisions. Like I'm, I'm, I'm coming into my own self as a man and I'm starting to really see like my dad's a human. Yeah. Like it took me maybe until I started to turn like later 20s, but even in my early 20s, I knew my dad was a human, but he still wasn't, we didn't bleed the same blood, right? Yeah. Like, but now as I get older and I see my father getting older and he's going to the dentist and yeah. he's going to the doctor and I'm looking like that and he's help, he's getting older. It's like my father, I'm at the point where it's like my father's on the decline, right? right. As, a, as, a, as a human in regards to his age and where he's going and it humanizes him a bit. Right. And also me, like being in my you know, early 30s, it's like, I'm just starting to understand more. So yeah. the role as a father is very hard and it's a decision you gotta make every day and I know it wasn't easy and the fact that he stayed, I respect him a thousand times more. Yeah. Like a thousand times more. I had a point of view when I was a kid, dad don't do this, dad don't do that. But now as I grow as a man, I'm like, you want to take care of him. It's like, dude, like you did the hardest job in the world. Yeah. Like you stayed. Yeah. And you protected and provided. No, you weren't perfect. Yeah. But you did it. You so that, that's a that's a gem. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a gem, was, man. Speaking yeah. of gems, uh, what's one of the biggest gems that he has taught you? Ooh. Um, my father is he, he's big on parables. Okay. Like he'll call you downstairs, like, all right, if you come downstairs, I'm like, I run downstairs, I get down, then I'm like, hey, what's up? And he'll be like, Every action has an equal or opposite reaction. Never forget that. And I'm like, okay. He like, say it back to me. I'm like, what? Right? <laughs> so as a kid, my father would always tell me like these little things. And one yeah. thing he drilled into me was like, son, you're not a follower, you're a leader. Yeah. Like he would always tell me that. Right. Like you don't follow nobody. He would get pissed. Like yeah. don't follow nobody. And my father always told me yeah. like you're a leader. And yeah. it comes across in my demeanor now. Like yeah. I have a very hard time following people right, right. And, and I'm not naive to the point where like if you have a plan yeah. like I would definitely let's collaborate you lead like right. not in that sense but I'm not a follower yeah. at all and you he would perform. always not never yeah and he'd always told me never give up yeah. like if you start something you finish something yeah. right and that's how it works so a lot of guys I see people give up or like you know start projects or businesses and then they just kind of fizzle out yeah you know if you lose interest that's fine yeah. right but one thing you're a leader and you never give up so yeah. You know, guys who didn't have a father or someone to kind of instill that confidence into them, it comes across at some point in your relationship, yeah. <laughs> at some point in your business, right. at some point in, in some area of your life. So that gym is something that I have that I can pass down to my son. Like, son, you a leader. Yeah. Like, son, like, don't give up when you start something. And yeah. that, that's valuable, man. Nah, it's real. So then, let's just say, let me ask you this. What original gym would you pass down to your son? Mm, 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 mm. What original gym? You know, I, I don't know yet. I know the feeling and the energy that I want to transfer. Yeah. I don't think I have the words yet, to be honest. And the words that I can use to describe it, they aren't concise. It, okay. It's along the lines of being able to be introspective. You know, because it took me a long time to kill my ego. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of women in the process. I've heard a lot, I lost a lot of jobs in the process. I yeah. missed a lot of opportunities because I thought that I was perfect. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So it took me a long time to realize, like, you know, 
always be aware of like yourself yeah like you're moving through life and people are like you know pawns and you're kind of like move, maneuvering as if it's a game yeah but you're not looking at the player itself right gotcha. so it took me a long time to be introspective and if i whenever i figure that out you know i'll, I'll, I'll tell my son yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. i can feel that and the way that sounds like uh like self-awareness though it's basically self-awareness in a mm-hmm. way and uh i, I can feel that 100 percent. i'd say so what I'm trying to think like what would you if you had to mentor kids today or even then let's just say if a friend was willing like to walk out mm-hmm. on a woman the, the moment he found out that his girl is pregnant what, what would you tell <laughs> these him these questions Alex goodness gracious I'm just um, saying <laughs> you know I because the benefits of a father right a man being in the household. Damn. Um, I, I hope my friends, make sure y'all comment on this video. <laughs> because I, I want it to be a testament to my character. I, I really try to hold my friends to a standard that I want them to hold me to. And a lot of my friends don't have that relationship. Or don't have that father figure in their life so you know I'm always going to keep it a hundred and be like bro listen you know I know you're not feeling shorty and you want to go in there but this kid coming into the world you know innocent right right they deserve an opportunity that you didn't have you know regardless of how this relationship has gone you know you got a responsibility now take pride in being a man stand up and be a man yeah it's time Right. Like it's time to be a man, so I would always encourage him to do the right thing. So, would you encourage uh, marriage or write it out? <laughs> um, mm, no, I would never say because you had a child you have to get married. I think that that's a, a recipe for disaster. Yeah, but I would. I, th- I mean, I don't be a hypocrite because I'm I'm maturing constantly. Yeah, you know, and at this point in my life, I can say like. You don't play anybody close that you're really not trying to rock with. Like, you yeah. know, it, that's how it got to be. But I would not incur, incur, encourage marriage, you know, for that situation. Unless, I mean, if you was feeling it and you're trying to work it out, let's see where it go. But I'm yeah. like, you pregnant? I went to Jared. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not it. And, you know, don't go to Jared. Like, yeah. no, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, then, I know one point you wanted to touch on was the, uh, the emotional aspect. Of the father-son relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what about that relationship did you want to talk about on the emotional oh, yeah. standpoint? Well, th- this is a this is a pivot in the conversation mm-hmm. altogether because I genuinely feel that every man can relate in some point. Like if you can't relate, hopefully it's a good thing yeah. because you and your father has a relationship that's transitioned into something that every other man desires. And I, and I think that just the history behind being a man, you know, and, and showing that emotion mm-hmm. is something that was never really taught. Yeah. Like you're taught to be strong, don't cry, you know. So when you have a son, how do you show him this spectrum of emotion that all comes together? and equals love, right? Yeah. Other than telling him and providing for him, protecting him, right? So I know at this age, I'm 31. Yeah. And I know when I get on the phone with my father, hey, dad, how's it going? It's good, son, here's your mother. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, like, 
I want to have the same connection I have with my mom. Yeah. With you. Yeah. Like, I want to give my emotions to you and receive those from you. But a lot of men don't know how to do that because of certain stigmas that were around or yeah. continue to be here today in regards to being emotional. And it's like, how do I deepen my bond with my dad on an emotional level yeah. when I wasn't taught how to do it? Who takes that first step? Because you look at your dad as a leader. Yeah. Like, why don't you come to me and tell me you want this love, right? Yeah. But then you get on the phone, you're like, well, maybe my dad has reached the precipice of, of emotions. Like, he doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. And I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's my job to bring it up. Maybe I need to set the table. Hey, Dad, let's go to dinner. Yeah. And then tell him what I need from him. Or yeah. give him what I believe, like, was missing. Because yeah. he probably never had it himself. Right. You know? So it's different, man. Yeah. It's different. How you feel about that, man? I know I just went, I know I just went deep nah. on, on an emotional tangent. But I, I think that as black men, for sure, like, the, 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 the black emotion love bubble is... Yeah. is, is, is it's tough. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, like I told you before, I feel like personally, even now, it's a certain amount of honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like, I, I know for me personally, I'll just speak from my experience. You, you talk to either hold information mm-hmm. or you talking too much. Mm-hmm. And in reality is live your truth. Yeah. You know, and, and like for me now, I'm just like, I'm just going to tell people how I feel about them, how they make me feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now doing that at the age of 28 because I'm going, damn, there's so much stuff that I'm holding in to where, like in a way, it causes me to overthink what this person is thinking. And mm-hmm. maybe they may want to say, like, even then, you know, with you and your dad, mm-hmm. you could open up to them and say, hey, you know. Look, dude, I love you. That's that's just talk, you know. Like but yeah, that reaction, right? <laughs> I I highly doubt that you say that to your dad. He's gonna look at you and be like, "All right, what? Like, <laughs> what? Look, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is real. That's, that's honest to God. Truth. All right, love you too, man. Like oh. that, that that may happen, but then that's on him. Yeah. And then my my deal now is like, yo, if I have a son, I'm gonna give him all the love that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be open with him, the complete opposite way that my father was with me. You know, mm-hmm. both stepfathers and my hey, true no, father. No. Daddy zero, stepdad one, stepdad two. <laughs> yeah. We gotta. But I read an article. And it was uh-huh. pretty interesting because it said that it was a, it was a guy who same situation. Yeah. When I have my son, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And he had his son, and the first six years of him being a father was bliss. Yeah. And he was there for his son. He protected him. He loved him. He was so emotion. And then when his son turned seven and eight and began to test the boundaries of his independence, yeah. his father almost got insulted. Like, you don't see me trying to love you. Like, And yeah. his son was trying to like grow as a, as a kid in yeah. adolescence. And as the kid progressed and got older, 12, 13, 14, he reverted back to being his dad. Yeah. Because he wanted to give his son this, you know, immeasurable amount of love. But when his son began to test the boundaries consistently, the dad was like, okay, in order to, I'm I'm not going to take your head off. I'm just going to love you like this. And and he turned into his father. Yeah. Right? So, that can happen. Yeah, You know? You just got to be aware. Yeah. Got to be introspective. Seriously. Yeah. that's, That's a thing right there where it's like, I feel like personally, like as far as like being the father, you never can really judge yours until you become one. Yeah. And that that right there, that's gonna be a beast for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> How do you feel what do you it? think will change? 
Before you, what do you think would change? Like, come, and, and, and this, this is the Father's Day special, so really, you know, shout out to my father, shout out to Alex Dad, Alex Dad One, Alex Dad Two. <laughs> shout out to all the dads out we there. We love y'all. You man. know, we love y'all, man. I think that it's important, you know, and I know a lot of my, my boys and my brothers out there, you know, are fathers, you know, and, they, and, they, and they're doing the best they can. So big ups to you guys, too. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, and unfortunately, we haven't got there yet. Yeah. You know, and, and we will get there soon. But how do you think that you will transition as a man? You know, not from a lifestyle of like, I can't do what I want, but yeah. from a, a mental standpoint, an emotional standpoint, like, where do you think that will take you? Like, how do you feel you'll change? Fatherhood. I always heard that a child, there's nothing like a child's love. Mm-hmm. So once you feel that, you become more, more of everything, more patient. Mm-hmm. You know, more, you know, I guess in tune with your emotions mm-hmm. as well. Or, you know, you just try to be the best you can be. I think I'll become a better human being. A part of me thinks I'll be more motivated mm-hmm. in a weird way. Because mm-hmm. then that kid becomes your why. That's yeah. a human life that yeah. you have to watch yeah. and develop. So I, I, I think that's how I would change. I would be more caring and more motivated. How mm-hmm. about you? I mean, I think it's some um, some synergy there for sure. Like yeah. you, you have this this human being who's looking at you mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm hungry. Like all the time. And you're like, oh my God, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to feed this hungry thing, yeah. right? Like, you know, it's... It, I, I feel that the sense of responsibility, I am at, at heart like a protective provider, right? Yeah. And, I, and I think that... A leader. Because, like, my, I saw my father do it. Yeah. So as I grow and I get older, I'm like, okay, you're getting into the stage in which you remember your father being. Yeah. You have a barometer. Like, okay, he was here. I got to be better. And my father, one good thing that he taught me back to the gyms was, uh-huh. I need you to be better than me. Yeah. You know, so being a dad and just being vulnerable enough to say yo i'm all right mm-hmm. but i'm sacrificing so you can go miles yeah right so i already know i have to be better than my dad so when i'm making x amount of money or when i'm doing certain things yeah i don't look at it as like yeah i'm better than my dad i'm like i'm on his shoulders yeah like this is what he wanted me to do yeah you know so it's a responsibility you know even having a, a son or a daughter let's not leave him out you know just being yeah. a parent right. you know it's Assume the position. Yeah. Like, and I already know what that is because I had somebody to, to look towards. You know? So, as far as the legacy goes into it, legacy. what legacy mm-hmm. do you want to create for your family? You know, it's a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah. You know, Very beautiful. beautiful time to be alive. And as, as, as chaotic as outside is, you know, I see a lot of people trying to change generational curses and create generational wealth right now. So, you know, the legacy that I'm trying to leave is like, you know, he was a hardworking man, you know, who always did the right thing. He had integrity. Um, he loved his wife. He loved his kids. You know, he did everything within his power to make sure that they were happy, they were fed, they were protected. So, you know, whatever that tran- transpires into down the line or whatever it turns out to be, you know, we'll see. <laughs> but that, that's really kind of the gist of the legacy, man. It's when somebody says you're hardworking, you're honest, you're loyal, you're faithful, you know, it says a lot about your character. So, obviously, I would love to live a big bag of money. <laughs> a big bag of money uh, to, to the family. That That's also on the agenda. Some assets and, and, and some residual income. So, they don't have to have that same type of struggle. But, you know, definitely more along the lines of 
you know, grand granddad or dad or great granddad was this type of person, and that's passed down. And and the last name of, of my last name continues to mean something. Yeah. You know, so I could feel that a hundred percent. I'd say so. Is there anything that you would like to say to your dad on camera? I'm a, actually, yeah. Make sure we. He gotta see this. All right. Um, I love you. Like I love you. Um, I know that at times we we get off the phone, but hey, I love you. But I, I genuinely love you, and I appreciate everything you've done. Even though I, I've never sat down and looked you in your face and said I appreciate everything you've done, I would be nothing without you. I would be lost without you. Um, we love you. You know, look forward to going through many life events with your guidance, and I'll see you soon. <laughs> I'll see you soon, man. And um, I know you. You've you've shared with me on camera and off camera. You know about your relationship with your stepdad and your dad and you know you have multiple men that played you know a role in your life and you know at, at times that can be a beautiful thing because you have so many different points of views you know what would you say here at this point to them well Man. father's day <laughs> father's day love uh first and foremost i love you guys uh, i appreciate you every lesson uh, I know it took a minute for me to start applying. I'm mm-hmm. applying now. <laughs> uh, I'm the kid that grew up late. So uh, I appreciate you guys. I love you. I, there's the, the amount of love and respect that I have for you all is is ridiculous. And uh, I, you know, I can I'm proud. I plan on making you proud one day. <laughs> They're proud already. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, man, I think that we're so hard on ourselves. Very. You know, because we don't want to let them down. Yeah, it's like you said, we uh, we see our fathers as superheroes. Yeah. And that's that's that pressure, mm-hmm. right? It's, it creates that anxiety, at least for me. Not me too. We're in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a motherfucker, man. <laughs> I, I don't mean to curse, but, you know, we gonna rise to the occasion. We're leaders. Yeah. You know, all those gems that they taught us. Mm-hmm. Everything. And even then, we're playing for legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to pass these stories down about our fathers to mm-hmm. our kids and then our grandkids. You mm-hmm. know, we have that blessing. So we just got to keep going, keep mashing on the gas. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. And if you can think about a situation that you were in, and it could be, you know, something that your father taught you or some gym that he gave you that helped you it could be you getting into content creation or it could be you you know making some type of power play or even getting out of a tough situation i'd be like hey if it wasn't for my dad and the information that he gave me you know i wouldn't have done xyz can you think about some times or a time where you'd be like man this is how important it is to have a dad because this is why i made this stride or this decision because of the information he gave me that's a that's a deep question that's a great question uh Man, it's on the spot. It's but on the spot. It's a raw man. question because I know you can think about something, and it's like which one you want to choose. But like, let, let's big up the pops real quick. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing for sure is, uh, and I've I've taken this with me since like that day. Uh, one day we're in Brazil and we're running on the beach, and. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna share my story because you run under the breach in Brazil with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky. I was fortunate. Uh, literally, bro. And uh, at this point in time, man, I was doing dumb shit. Uh, 
just like half-assing everything and mm-hmm. I think he could tell you know father yeah, they always know. pay attention they know mm-hmm. give you some rope too exactly <laughs> so I'm running with him on the beach and I uh, he, he smoked me mm-hmm. and so he, at the end of the run he goes did you even give like 100% did you even try and I go nah I'm just like I was just running he's like then why would you do it and I was like I was just doing it just to do it He's like, don't you ever do nothing that you don't want to do. Give 100% or don't do it at all. Mm. And I carry that with me to this day. Well, not to this day, but I, I do carry it with me to this day. I apply it now more so this year than I have any other time in my life. So mm. it's like no half-ass. And even then, I won't tolerate half-ass energy, you know, because it's like if you're going to half-ass, why are we even doing mm-hmm. it? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a passion thing. Yeah. You know, what about you? And that's crazy that you still make decisions today off of things your father told you when you were a kid. It's like you mature so much, but yeah. you still an adolescent at heart when you think about things your father told you. So it's still like you're a grown man kid to your dad, right? It's yeah. so weird, man. When I think about this one time, there's a park called Weekway Park, okay. right? Um, in, in, in Newark. And there's a high school called Weekway High School. And I remember I was a kid and my father or my mother or somebody signed me up for some race. And we're running around the track, we're jogging, we're jogging. I'm in first place. I'm about to win the race. And I start looking back while I'm in first place. <laughs> and somebody passed me. Yeah. And I got second place. And I was crying and I was crying. And my dad was like, son, you was in first place. You shouldn't have looked back. Yeah. Next time you run a race, you always look straight. Yeah. Don't look back. That's a gem. You know, so yeah. in my life, you know, even coming from Newark and, you know, just scaling at such an aggressive rate, going from Newark to New York to Connecticut to California to Dallas, you know, going to college, going to grad school, starting a business, jumping, jump, just always going. I've left a lot of people. Yeah. And not in a bad way, right? Yeah. But you got your I'm blinders. looking straight. Yeah. And you're always focused. You got to lead. I'm not following nobody. All right. right? Yeah. I've started this journey. I'm in Dallas now. I, I can't give up. I so, got to keep going. If yeah. Chicago's next, if Miami, you got to keep going. You yeah. got to go. And it's almost like an infectious disease. Like, when do you stop? Yeah. So sometimes I look at my dad and I'm so happy he gave me this gym. Uh-huh. But at times I'm like, I need you to give me the instruction manual to this because. I detach from anything if I feel like I'm being anchored. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not supposed to stop, right? You yeah. told me this. Yeah. You told me to keep going. You told me never give up. Legendary. Right? Yeah. I'm in a relationship and I love the girl, but she not working as hard as me. She's in, I gotta get rid of her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I gotta keep going. Yeah. My dad told me to. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> and it's crazy, man. Like it, it's it's uh as you get older, you got to realize, like, I have to be realistic about the gems my pops gave me. Yeah. Because you took them as law. Yeah. And now I'm out here moving so aggressively. It's like, don't don't, don't change the gem, but just realize what he meant when he gave it to you. Exactly. Yeah. You know? and, and even then, like, uh, I kind of feel that way with, like, Bible mm-hmm. uh, reading it sometimes. Uh, the way the pastor may interpret that mm-hmm. verse is totally different than your interpretation. Mm-hmm. So you have to throw your spin on it and apply it the best way that you can to your life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like that, that gem your father dropped on you is amazing. 
Yeah. Like, it's amazing. And even that, I'm going to take that and run with it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, a few words, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know where he get his information from. He, he used to do karate. Really? When he was young. So he was a martial artist. He was a state. He was a wrestler. Yeah. Um, he used to do, like, bodyguard work. Everybody said my dad was like, you know when you grow up. Uh-huh. And you're like, you know your dad. And then when people, you see people that knew your dad or know your dad, oh, yeah. man, your dad's the man. You'd be like, this guy? Like, yeah. he's your dad, right? So right. you never really think your dad is like, you know, you have friends now. Yeah. And your friends think about you a certain way. So yeah. when you have a kid, and they're like, back in the day, man, Alex was creating the best content. Your kid going to be like, dad? Like, you know, yeah. so uh, every time I met someone out in the street, and they'd be like, you Vic's son? Oh, he was a bad motherfucker. I'd be like. The guy that's on the couch? Like, yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> the guy that's on the couch? Yeah. He was bad? Like, he was a bad man? But, like, my father has a lot of real-life lessons, man. Yeah. And I just value everything he says. I, sometimes when I go home, I just want to soak it up so bad. Just, yeah. like, I just sit in the living room with him on the couch. And I'd be like, just, hey, what's going on? I just try to start create small talk. Because I'm yeah. like, whatever he gives me, when I go back to Dallas, I have to use it to survive. So, you know what I mean? yeah, no, no. so so today his role is your coach, your yeah. father, and what yeah. is what you said? We're transitioning into best friend, right? Right. My father and I, and this is great. So I'm I'm on I'm gonna go on my Ivy tangent for a second. This is great, and this is gonna be raw, and and I think the viewers will love this one. You know, my father and I have a history. My father. Oh, my mother doesn't see this. My father, <laughs> you know, it would be things from like, he would help me sneak girls out the house. Yeah. Like, my father, like, I'll come downstairs and I'm like, still with the drunk face on. My dad will look at me and I'd be like, he'd be like, what's up? He'd be like, I'll go distract your mother. Go ahead. Right? Yeah. Like, things like that. Or I'll come home, just got into a fight at the strip club. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going back outside. I'm going to get the gun. I'm angry. Me and my dad get into a little tussle. Like, we have just a history. I remember I came home drunk one time, showed up at the house, had some chick driving my car to the house. Yeah. Right? My hand was all bleeding because I got, I had broke a glass at the bar yeah. and I pulled up to the house and my father was just like, I'm going to tell your mother to stay in the room. Like, he, sh- he shielded me from my mom, yeah. right? Because my mom is so emotional. Like, what happened? Oh, my God. He'd be like, Portia, be quiet, right? Yeah. I'm talking to my son, yeah. right? Right. And as a young man, to be able to know, like, I don't talk to this man much. Yeah. He gave me life. Yeah. He's protected me. He provided for me. Yeah. But when shit get hot, yeah. I can't go to mom. Yeah. Mom don't understand nothing I'm talking about. Yeah, I need yeah. to go to dad. Mom, right. stop talking. Yeah. Like I'm going, I'm talking to dad right now. And dad, dad, let me talk to my son. Let me talk. And then you just hope he, you, you know, he gets you. Yeah, seriously. Right. It's, right. <laughs> so, the life of a man. And that's and that's the real vibe that we've had. And even though like the conversations, like, hey, dad, teach me about life. It was more of like, if you ever have something you need to talk about. Yeah. That's beyond control. Yeah. You come to me. And there's times when I saved his ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it yeah. goes both ways. And we never, ever spoke about those moments after they happened. And that kind of ingrained in my personality because you can come to me because something going on in your life and I can be there for you. Right. And I'll never bring it up. Yeah. And a lot of people don't interact with people like that. Yeah. I help you out. You think I'm going to go tell everybody I helped you. Yeah. That's not how I was raised. Yeah. That's the code. Yeah. You, you help me. I, done. Yeah. 
That's real. So it's a little bit different, man. I, I mean, I am my father's son. Yeah. Nah, I, am, <laughs> I am too. Man. I am my father's son. I am too. So uh, wrapping it up, mm-hmm. where can people find you? Oh, man. They can find me through you. <laughs> they can Back find me you through Alex is my man you can find me through Alex but yeah. on Instagram I'm bigov.361 uh, the 361 for 361 commission so if yeah. you know anybody competitive video gaming content creation let me know uh, but and follow 361 commission on Instagram as well do that please yeah, that's it, man. I say yeah, you can follow me at I am Alex J Martin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, even YouTube. This is be on the YouTube. Channel. Okay, okay. Uh, when we are we gonna come up with a name for this show slash podcast? Uh, we're we're plotting right now. We got a couple of good names, and it's coming very soon.